wow, it's my first married couple in hell. And I got to say, it was one of the freakiest conversations I've ever had in a good way, in a good sexual way. Um, I have a comedy tour coming up, you guys. We have L.A., San Francisco next week. Then I booked Chicago and Madison. Go Badgers. So if you're in Chicago, Wisconsin, get ticks. We have Texas coming up, Connecticut, New Jersey. Um, I'll do all the accents for all of them. Go to hannaburger.com and get your tickets or just my link in the Instagram bio. Enjoy this episode. <laughs> Welcome to Burning Hell. What's up, guys? We are in hell with our first ever married couple. Hell is a scary place and marriage can be a scary place as well. So I'm you guys reached out to me to decide to come here, which is crazy of both of you um i want to welcome adam and danielle silverstein or stein oh silverstein yes i got it right the first time <laughs> well welcome to hell are you excited to be here i i, I think i'm excited to be here I'm, I'm waiting to be here. i'm waiting to hear what we have to get into first <laughs> adam's a little more nervous than danielle. I, I think danielle's so like i don't give a shit whatever right. i don't have any demons no okay well <laughs> i don't believe you <laughs> Well, you guys started this podcast. How long have you had your podcast? Marriage and Martinis. Sorry, my, my best friend is Martinis and Murders. It's a lot of drinking in my life happening. So Marriage and Martinis, you guys have to rate, subscribe, review, listen to it. It's amazing. And I'm going to be on it as well. So when did you guys start it? We talked about doing it. I brought it up one night, like randomly when we were sitting around. Um, and I just like out of nowhere was like, we need to start a podcast. And I'll, I can get into the How old backstory. were you at the time? Huh. 26. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, can I just tangent here? Yeah. We just interviewed my parents for our podcast. They've been married oh 55 God, years. That's amazing. And I remember sitting across from them feeling young. And now I'm sitting here and I'm right? like, fuck. Doesn't well, this suck? You, we're old. Yeah. You guys, I was just talking to my friends how I'm old. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, so now I'm really Yeah, but well, th thanks for okay, so bringing that across. We, I was, what, 39 when I ta spoke about, I mean, I'm 42. Two now, no, so, so you were 40. 40. I was yeah. 40 when I first brought it up, and um, so I said it to him. And then he looked at me, I thought he was gonna be like, uh, that's the dumbest idea ever. And he looked at me and he was like, all right, yeah, like that's not a bad idea. Well, in all fairness, you did wait till we were like three drinks in to bring it up to me. Well, that's what I that's well, obviously, <laughs> any wife knows that's when you bring something up. <laughs> You've been married for 20 years. No, we've been married for almost 18 years together for 20. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is you said no, like, oh my right. God, 20 and years is like, so Ew, long. I would never. But no, it's 18. <laughs> 20 sounds so long. Yeah, As a 28-year-old, I joke that this is like the last year I'm going to be single and okay. Because like the second I turn 29, people are going to be really worried about me and it's like something about 28 is like the last good year that you're like an independent woman and 29 people are like okay what are you fucking doing wrong and like what's why are you just doing like clown jokes at night while like your eggs are dying what's going on while your eggs are dying <laughs> right. but i want to before we get into this your podcast and every all the crazy shit you guys do because you guys are wild i want to begin with how you guys met okay all right where do we begin which time set the scene the first time. The first what other time? time? Do you want to tell it? No, you go ahead. Because oh. it's kind of like okay, like a sappy, <laughs> nice story, and like what's, not really. It's not Adam's brand. Okay, so we first met in high school. We went to like this is like the 
we met at pri- like we went to like private schools across the street. <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds so like that scene in um, Best of Show when they're like the, oh, star- the Starbucks, Starbucks across the street. Across yeah. Starbucks. yeah, a beautiful suburban story. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, so we met in high school. Uh, he was like the quote unquote, the quintessential bad boy. At you know he was like oh. yeah. Well, yeah, without school. getting too into it and boring everybody who's listening already. Just I, she went to private school her whole life. Uh-huh. I went to public school my whole life. Uh-huh. Fucked around a little too much. So I was sent away to boarding school. Oh, so I yeah. wasn't like that means prep, you're bad. I wasn't prep school primed to you know be in that situation. So I guess you could quote unquote me as the bad kid. You do have a tattoo on your finger and your forearm. Yeah, yeah, but these are but these are recent. They're new. This is for the oh podcast. Oh my gosh, he has a martini and a little podcast audio sound on top right? of it. And then I had my instead of a ring. So I, I wasn't like the, like, trust me, I was not Meanwhile, that we almost bad. got divorced like a year ago. And I, I like, I'm like, you would have had to remarry someone with a D. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could turn this into like a heart or something. You know? So he has a D for Danielle on his ring finger. We're going to delve into that more. <laughs> There's so many demons going on. I can't even handle it. So y- how did you meet she him? She reminds if he me was... of Becca, doesn't she? A little bit. Maybe like, Becca. Just, like, so that relates to the story because she was our mutual friend who introduced us. Yeah, oh so Becca, for some reason, thought that I would like Adam. So weird to think about looking back. But she's she, like, he's gross. I don't know why. She yeah, that. she's like, he's an asshole. You'll love him. She's <laughs> like, he's poor. I'm just <laughs> so, so she set us up. We went out one night. I actually kind of like really liked him. Like a date date? What we do kids do? We went to a coffee I think, place. Yeah, I think we went to like went a coffee to... shop and then went back, you know, and to his dorm room and I like hid in the closet. Because <gasps> he was RA. at boarding school. I, was, I had to be back at a certain school. time. You know, I was living in school. Oh, he's naughty. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the military, but when you're not strong enough, I get it. So I slept over at his dorm room. Yeah. And then um, the next morning I had a field hockey game. So you had a... Um, you slept over first night. We didn't sleep together. I mean, yeah. we like slept together, but we didn't sleep together. Yeah. So the next morning I go out to my car to a hockey game. He like drops me off, gives me a kiss, whatever. And then um, goes to meet his girlfriend for breakfast. <laughs> At the cafeteria. You had a girlfriend? Yeah. I had no idea, obviously. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So that yeah. was Adam. So then we, I don't know, we we fell out of touch or something. Fast forward a few years. I'm at NYU. He comes into the city to visit friends, calls me for like a booty call. Um, You're fun. Right? <laughs> I like to keep things, you know. Um, I go to meet him where he tells me to meet him. He totally stands me up. Two years later, I'm dating this asshole um, you this have is, a type. This is right, like, we have the right? same type. Okay, yes. <laughs> well, we're fun. You know, it would keep things interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially when you're waiting on them at two a.m. because you exactly. Anyway, it's, um, never mind. So, that wasn't my story, but anyway. So we, um, so I, I go out with this guy, and this is like the beginning of online dating. I mean, this is um. 1999. Yes. So you were like eight, like breastfeeding or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing watercolors, okay, right? and I was good at them. <laughs> so I go out with this guy, and he um, he says to me, "Oh, have you heard about J Date? It was oh, like the Jewish yep. dating site. I mean, it was brand new." So um, I know friends who got married from it. Okay, so so I come home from going out with this guy, and I'm like, I hate him. I come home, I say to my best friend, I'm like, we have to check out this J date site. 
So we go on and we're scrolling. And you know how, I don't know what it's like now, but mm-hmm. it used to be where it was like a nickname. So instead of like oh, yeah. Adam, it would it's say like, like a username. Macho Man 52 or whatever <laughs> it was. You remember my nickname? That's so impressive. <laughs> so I see him and I'm like looking and I'm like, wait, I, I know that guy. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I totally hooked up with that guy. So I sent him a message and I'm like, hey. How you know, old are you at this point? Senior in college. Okay. And timing was crazy because well. I'd only been on there for a few days. I yeah. literally just because my friend told me all about say. it. Oh, no, I hear that story all the time where yeah. it's like, the first date I went on on Tinder, we're married. Right. I'm like, that is one in a million. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. No, because I was supposed, I was on there, I think, for two or three days. Maybe, maybe Why'd a couple you go days on more. it? My friend told me about it and figured, why not? Like, it's just another way to meet girls. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. And I didn't live in the city. I, you know, I was, I was working, living at home in New Jersey. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't have like a good outlet to meet people. Yeah. And I had a date set up with somebody on J date for the same night. Danielle and I set up as well, just in case. <laughs> so, <laughs> just in case you wanted to bail on Danielle. Well, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know. I don't remember the story specifically, but I ended up talking to Danielle. Like we were chatting. Like, keep going. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we just ended up like, I don't know why I, messaged him after being stood up and him going out with someone else for like I don't know what in me was like oh well maybe he's a nice guy now (laughs) so don't learn from your mistakes that's the lesson here yeah I mean I don't even know like one day what am I gonna tell my kids like I can't be like don't go out he's a jerk they're gonna be like well you've dated dad (laughs) so um yeah so we ended up um talking and like the rest is history so you guys dated from that moment on well so it was our second first date that we met um, at a place here in the city, and I think mm-hmm. it's closed now, right? Yeah, probably was, merchants. Yeah, when we that was back when we we could go and like smoke cigarettes down inside in their in the bar, mm-hmm. and like we were there from four in the afternoon till two in the morning, <gasps> like kicking back, chain smoking, ten, chain, chain like smoking. two packs of cigarettes each. <laughs> Those were the days. Ten drinks each, like it was. Now kids are blowing their brains up from jeweling, which is way less cool. Uh, yep. Sorry, it got dark, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> So that's kind of our, our story. And, you know, it's like, I feel like it's been a rocky roller coaster ever since. But like also, you know, I say it's like um, it's like a beautiful shit storm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That should be like your new bio on Instagram. Yes. I think that I mean, everyone's kind of a beautiful shit storm. I have a new comedy show called Dumpster Fire, and that's kind Ooh. of like on the same brand. It's just embracing the messy. And then that's how you can grow from it. I'm on this sh- um, show, Summer House I'm on, which I'm talking about because it's about to air. Kyle and Amanda are two people that are getting engaged and they're in a house of just messiness. And we are we all know about their relationship a lot because we're watching it and there's so many bumps and bruises but at some point you're like what they're doing is really difficult and I don't know if I'd be able to put my like fiance in my relationship their wedding planning is a nightmare Mm -hmm. and it's just like but no one's perfect I know it's done it perfectly um when tell me about the proposal when did you guys know that you were the one for each other when she told me yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) How'd you know he was the one for you? <laughs> um, how did I know? When we went to Atlantic City and um, he started handing me $100 bills to go gamble, <laughs> I was like, put a ring on it, baby. <laughs> no, um, I thought he was in the mob when we first started dating, like oh for God. real, because he took me, you know, I was I, like a poor college student. Uh-huh. And, you know, the only reason, like I dated so that I could get free dinners and, mm-hmm. you know, I had no money. Mm-hmm. So when I started dating him and he didn't, he wasn't in school, he was working. So he had money. Not that this is why I'm married. Like, this sounds like <laughs> this is why, But what I'm 
saying is that <laughs> we went to Atlantic City and my friends and I used to drive to Atlantic City for the night and like pull our $40 together mm -hmm. to play, you know, try to make it last like for six hours. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I go with him. He takes me upstairs to this like palatial penthouse suite at, you know, in Atlantic City for like our second date. And then we go downstairs and he's gambling and he's like handing me $100 bills. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I call my mom and I'm like, Ma, I think he's in the mafia or something. <laughs> but meanwhile, he just had no other expenses. Uh -huh. He was just working and, you know, wasn't Living like home, I was in yeah. school. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I worked, but I, you know, made $5 an hour. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I guess, I don't know. I, how did we, I guess I sort of like, I was in New York, he was in New Jersey, and I was sort of like, well, if I'm going to move back to New Jersey to be with you, I want some kind of like, you know, I'm not moving back to New Jersey, and then like, you leave me, and so, I don't know. I don't want to say I trapped him into it. But. Yeah, you kind of did. <laughs> no, so, so you moved to New Jersey? Yeah, I moved, well, I was from New Jersey, uh -huh. so I moved back uh -huh. from, I And then you guys City. moved in together when you got the ring? No. Before. Way I, before. Yeah, before. But we were young, too. What were we, yeah. 23? Yeah, 23. But it's funny. My parents got married at 24 and 25. That's what you did. Yeah. What was I doing? Yeah, you realize we're not your parents' age, right? Yeah. My, my parents are like 54, 55. Oh, we're yeah, close. close. <laughs> <laughs> they were young. He was giving me attitude. And also my grandparents, they were 18 when they got married. And we're just elongating the process. My brother is actually engaged, though, and he's 26. Oh, okay. Um, but I always had a vision that I was going to get married at 29. Oh, That's like a New York City okay. mentality. But I'm 28 and I'm talking to no one right now. So You never know. You never. Yeah. I always tell my friends who get stressed out about the timeline. I'm like, it just takes one person. And then it's like, totally. You're on it. But society makes it like, do you guys believe in soulmates? No. You think you have one no. soulmate? No. I don't know. Do you guys hate each other? Sometimes. <laughs> do you, Why do we seem like we hate No, you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, there have certainly been times when, like, we have, it's been bad, for yeah. sure. Well, I think that's what makes your podcast so interesting. I was reading an article about how, like, you guys have gotten into huge fights on your podcast. You guys have made each other cry. Adam oh, was, yeah. like, crying hysterically on one of Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't bring that up. <laughs> Yeah, you. there's there's definitely, um, but that's the reason why we, we decided we wanted to do it, you know, because we go places where most married couples aren't willing to go. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we get, we certainly get feedback of people who are like, they're, they shouldn't be together. They're incompatible, blah, blah, blah. But then you also get people who are like, oh my God, you saved our marriage. You know, wow. thank you for saying what you've said and that kind of thing. Well, I think there's always been this concept of like desperate housewives. I loved watching that show where it's like on the outside, everyone puts on a certain look and then inside the house, you have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you guys are opening your doors is so vulnerable vulnerable but yeah. so well, I think we've been through possibly a lot more than the, the norm you know th we have some crazy stories and I'm sure mm -hmm. everybody has their story mm -hmm. but I think we've gone through some crazy shit and we're willing to be vulnerable and talking about it on the podcast yeah which is what makes it unique I guess how many kids do you guys have three wow 14 11 and eight have kids made your relationship easier or harder different. both Ooh. yeah yeah both. Different. I mean I think after kids 
um, especially, you know, we were young and everything. And I was severely postpartum after my first. Oh, people don't talk about that ever. Yeah. So, yeah, we talk a lot about that on the podcast uh, a lot, too. And, um, you know, and he was he had no idea what was going on. He was so young. So you um, just felt really depressed after you had the kid. I have. Well, I have severe OCD, like mm-hmm. the real kind, not mm-hmm. like the, you know, like you have to clean, like, yeah, you know, clean the kitchen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't You're have, like that's adorable. You I don't have kitchen. the cleaning. Ki- but, you know, yeah, people, she, has the, she has the wrong kind of OCD. I was kind of hoping she <laughs> well, would have the, know, wrong, the other one. You know how people say like, oh, I'm so OCD because they like, yeah. you know, need to like put their They're like, oh, you have to. Put the trash away. That's not right. No, I legit am like a, you know, I am. I have. What are some of your um, side effects? Well, I don't have that many anymore because I've been like through intensive, intensive therapy Mm -hmm. and I'm on super meds and Mm -hmm. everything. But, um, you know, I would I had like the hand washing until my hands bled. Mm -hmm. Um, There were times when, you know, you get like you you almost hallucinate like Mm -hmm. it's borderline hallucinations. Like you think you've done something and Mm -hmm. you haven't. Um, those it, are like loops you get into OCD loops. yeah you just get stuck in your and you get stuck in your head but um well, the anxiety is the worst part of it yeah you you get you know that you you worry that you did something then you you know you worry and worry worry and then like something happens that you realize that you didn't do that you're proven wrong and then it's just the next thing yep so there's no break yep she wouldn't let me keep a phone out on the counter because she might think that she picked it up and called somebody and said what something like bad. something bad to somebody and hurt somebody or something. But even though you she didn't do you, it, that you might in the future that you did in the past. They both. did, yeah, right, both. Yeah. Well, it's called it's called scrupulosity. It mm. actually means you're a pretty good person. Like it's it's when you're scared, you're you so are you like really want to be a good person. Yeah. So you like are always worried that you're going to do something bad, and that kind of couples with. The anxiety and the OCD. I've been doing this podcast for a long time and, and I've talked to a lot of people about a lot of different like mental health mm-hmm. stuff and I've never heard that word. Scrupulosity. Before. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of adorable. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, they always say they're like, look, one thing about people with OCD and most people with anxiety too is uh-huh. like, they're not like nobody with OCD. Like you're not, nobody's murderers. Nobody's like, you're good people because you're yeah. scared. You're going to like doing something bad. That's what your whole thing is about. I had this guy who has a huge meme page, Tank Sinatra talk about intrusive thoughts where he like had a kid and he was always afraid he might hurt the yes, kid. And they were like, if you thoughts. think, yeah. Cause I think a lot of the stuff you're talking about overlaps and like, I suffer from some things you do just maybe not in the same way or the same extent. Um, but he was like, if you're scared of doing something, you're probably not going to do it. Exactly. Like they were like, if you're thinking about it, you'll never do it. It's like the the people who just like impulsively do things that can do worse things, if that makes sense. That's what he was kind of trying to explain to me. How has your personality helped or hurt her um, anxiety or OCD? Well, in the beginning, I had no idea how it worked, what it was, anything. I'd never dealt with it before in my life. No Mm -hmm. one in my family had anxiety or OCD or anything like that. I never experienced it at all growing up. So I didn't know about it until Danielle. And I didn't know how to handle with it. And we went through a very, very extremely tough time where she moved out. She went to her parents for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to do. Like I thought she was going into some kind of crazy, like... Mm -hmm place where she had to be taken care of. I didn't know. I didn't know she was going to kill herself. I didn't know what was going on. Was this early in the relationship? Or mm-hmm. Yes. This is when she Before was Before preg- marriage? First pregnancy. Oh, first pregnancy. Yeah. So the, it, it like got worse during the pregnancy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, by yeah. like a thousand folds. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And that's, that's and the hormones because the doc, were all Because I went off control. my meds. 
Oh, and you had to for the pregnancy. No, but my doctor told me I had to. Yeah, that's a whole other story. So that's a whole thing that like, make sure you go and research and go to the right doctor. And they get like three opinions. There's all these, there's, you know, there's, there's now we know, Mm -hmm. I mean, now there's so much research and everything. And actually there was back then too, but it was just, you know, it was an old school doctor who, um, and I know there are going to be people out there who probably still believe you should listen to each their own. You do what Mm -hmm. you got to do. But, um, but I, it certainly put me like into a tailspin. And then I slowly went back on my meds. And then I went, when she was getting help, I went with her yeah, so yeah, I could yeah. learn what this is and, you know, how yeah. to handle it and how to deal with it. And just growing with it, I've just learned how to, and she's gotten so much better also that yeah. it's easier for me to cope with. Yeah. So now it's just kind of part of our everyday existence on a very low scale. Had you told him about it before? I didn't know I had it before really. Oh. I knew I had anxiety but, um, you know, and I knew I had symptoms of OCD, like I had had times in the past where like I was living in New York City um, when the AIDS epidemic was, you know, pretty big. And, you know, there would be times where like I'd be on the subway and like I would think someone had like, poke, you know, stuck me with a needle, like, yeah. you know, because you heard about it everywhere. Yep. Um, so those kinds of things were happening. But um, but they would kind of go away like nothing stuck. And I sort of like would talk to my friends and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm really nervous about that, too. So I would be like, oh, OK, it's normal. We're all worrying about it because we live in New York City. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was the time everybody was worried about it. What made you go on meds for the first time? Um, what made me go on meds for the first time? I think it when I so I think a lot of times with um, OCD and anxiety, it really manifests like when you're in your late teens, early 20s. Mm, yeah. And I think when I was getting ready to graduate college and there was that whole, what the hell am I going to do with my life oh, stress? Yeah. I, that's when I really started to like lose it. You Be- panicked. I panicked big time. And, um, and so I think that's when I first went on because I was just like having panic attacks and, um, but it was still like controllable. But once I got pregnant, I like, I became like a prisoner. Like I just, wow. yeah, it was really bad. Adam, what's your anxiety like? My anxiety, like mm-hmm. I'm, I have no anxiety. I'm perfect. I don't, I don't believe <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've gone through a bout of some, some kind of anxiety, nothing compared mm-hmm. to what Dylan was going through. Yeah. But I went through about a two-year period that I was going through extreme anxiety. Just about everyday overwhelming life happening. Mm-hmm. You know, finances and kids and like real everyday stresses that I think were just elevated in my mind. And um, so nothing that was irrational in my mind or nothing like I, I could grasp what the issues were that I was mm-hmm. worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, he was worried about real shit. <laughs> like, yeah, you were like, "Oh, I should pay my rent." And right. it. Yeah, like I worried about the, you know, real. I don't like using the word the word irrational because mm-hmm. it's not fair and might be hurtful to somebody like Danielle who was going through these. But it's irrational. They are. <laughs> they, they are. They're irrational thoughts that she yeah. was going through, which I was the. But opposite. I also think that's how you recover from them by going, "This isn't logical. This isn't right. me. This is like my anxiety talking." Well, like a good example would be for anybody who has no idea what this is. Or yeah, if you have kids everybody's done this I've done this a thousand times when the kids are babies and they're in car seats and you're putting them in the back of the car and then you're driving and you're like fuck did I put the kid in the car and you have to look back to, to, and then you, maybe you look back again just because you're not sure that they were there <laughs> like I've done it a thousand so is everybody yeah, yeah. the difference would be that Danielle or somebody else suffering from like OCD yeah might look and be like, fuck, pull over, check the top of the car to make sure that the kid's not, like, they didn't leave it up there. Yeah. Then get back in the car and then yeah. look and then pull over again, check the top of the car. Like, yeah. it's that 
yeah. irrational, crazy. Yeah. Like, sorry, not crazy, but, honey. But I saw what I meant. It ultimately, but, like, you think it's comforting you, but it's actually, like... Enabling. Enabling, yeah, the obsessiveness mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the loops. Um, you were kind of young guy, New York City. Why did you want to settle down with Danielle? Well, I wasn't in the city. I didn't, oh, I didn't, you're in New Jersey. Yeah, I was in New Jersey. Yeah. And I was working... I was, I've been in my family business for over 20 years Oh, yeah. Now. I read that. And so, you know, I was with my parents. Party supplies. Yes. Very good. It's That's research impressive. on the subway coming here. So my life was hanging out with like 50, 50 and older mm-hmm. or like 16 and younger. Mm-hmm. So I had no like real engagement and no way of in the suburbs of New Jersey working and everybody else my age was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, what was your question? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're playing around with old men and 16 year olds. Exactly. But what made you say, I'm done with the dating life. I want to settle down with Danielle. What, um, a good, we had so much fun together. Mm-hmm. We were, so, we were, I guess if we, if there's like a soulmate, she's it. Like oh. we're so alike in in our fun ways we're so opposite in so many other ways yeah but in what we love to do and had spend our time and be together we're the same and i loved that and i loved going into the city because she was living in the city mm-hmm. and i would come in like every weekend take the train in go to penn station do the whole fucking pain in the ass thing yeah that's um, what my dad did when my mom she lived in westchester my dad was in brooklyn and he would drive every weekend or like whenever he was free to see her and i know these are like stories that you're you're like well he can't even take the train to see me my dad drove this <laughs> but the truth is i mean my love language is quality time and i think like someone just wanting to spend their time with you like mm-hmm. is such a show of love like mm-hmm. don't just leave flowers at my doorstep like fucking when you're bored even if we're not talking, like I want to be next to you. And I feel Aww. like it's those boring moments mm-hmm. that like, if you want them, cause you, you basically said we just had fun together wherever. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were very similar, always very immature, mm-hmm. just very like fun loving with you. We were very immature. <laughs> We've always have been, and we still are. Cause you asked how I, I would say fun. No, immature. <laughs> you asked how, like having kids, has it changed our relationship? Yeah. Or anything like that. Yes, it has, but we're still like very, liking we want to have fun we want to be alone you know like we want to have our alone time without the kids we want to we you know we had babysitters every weekend we Mm -hmm. you know we went out we like to spend time with each other and with our close friends good so we still like to do that you know we haven't like gotten well we have kids so we really shouldn't do that now how often are you guys having sex a week it depends if are we on vacation or not what's vacation sex vacation sex what do you mean what's vacation like how, sex? like how many times a, w- a week during vacation oh, oh every, during vacation it's, yeah, it's every all day. the time yeah. yes <laughs> how, how much per month when you're just living what one maybe no, not often. once a week to one not even i would say between it depends because i think that it ebbs and flows yeah you know well, what i mean we, well we sleep in separate bedrooms we so talk about that all the time that, that kind of t- if we were in the same bedroom every night it would probably be way more but like at the end of the night, why are you sleeping time. in separate bedrooms? Please tell me. Well, Danielle snores and I can't take it. That's the only reason. <laughs> Is that the only reason? <laughs> no. We started a long time ago. That is, first of all, I resent that statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, she uh, snores. I grind my teeth. And, I'm you a, and I'm a very light sleeper. Uh-huh. And so any kind of little thing, I'm really the little bitch here that needs to be in my own room. <laughs> I like that he's owning it. it. It started back when I think when our daughter was like born and I was like getting up in the middle of the night with her mm-hmm. and he was working and stuff. And then it sort of like came into 
I kind of liked having my own space. He kind of liked having his own space. The kids were always coming in in the middle of the night. He, you know, like needs sleep because, Mm -hmm. you know, or else like he just, you know, needs that like 10 to 6 sleep every day. Like, I think it just became, it kind of works. Like we still, you know, we still spend tons of time together. We still like, you know, we're on vacation right now. We're sleeping in the same bed. You know, like we. You guys are post-sex glowing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can tell. (laughs) Great mood when I walked in. But I feel like marriage society gives this like vision of what it is. Totally. But it's not this like one size fits all. And it's kind of weird. You live your whole life sleeping alone. And then one day they're like, oh, now you have to sleep with someone in this bed who like kicks you all the time or whatever. Well, think about it. Don't you want like when you're just sleeping? I mean, don't you want the whole blanket to yourself? Of course. <laughs> the I whole mean, bed to it's yourself. just me and my cat right now. And we right. lo- like she gets very mad if a guy stays over. I'm asking you guys these questions, too, because I'm at the point where I'm like, there's a Whoopi Goldberg quote, which is like, I never got married because I didn't want someone else living yeah. in my house. Yeah. And like, I honestly feel that way right now. I get it. In my life. <laughs> right. I, I say sometimes. Like, like, so like, how do you know if there's one person that you can put in your house the rest of your life? I think that when it comes to, um, when it comes to relationships, the problem is, and I think one thing that we try to shed light on through our podcast um, is that like with marriage you got you do what works for you and you know I think a lot of times society has these standards of oh you know this must mean you have a bad marriage and you know when we first tell people we don't sleep in the same bedroom they're like damn they must hate each other like no we don't I mean we've gone through times of you know if you listen to the podcast like there's definitely a period of like probably I don't know nine or ten episodes where it's like us like fighting shit through Mm. because that's what we were going through and you know you can tell it's like let's get in a fight get the mics (laughs) (laughs) well you know what happens is that like you're going through something and it's sort of like when we started the podcast we were like if we do it we're doing it all the way so if you're going through something and then you sit down to talk in mics it's sort of like you can't just compartmentalize that you're right it's not like you're going with like a podcast partner who's your business partner mm-hmm. this is your this is your spouse and the things that are pissing you off are still pissing you off exactly <laughs> right right so you know so there's definitely a period but but i think the thing about it that's so refreshing is sort of like um that nothing is off the table like we we say it all and so that then other people can be like oh my god finally i've been keeping that inside for so long if you talk to married couples you're going to find so like if you did a poll on your mm-hmm. Instagram or something mm-hmm. and you said how many of you like sleep in separate bedrooms, it might be, oh, well, yeah, I sleep with we sleep together until one o'clock. Then one of us goes in the guest room or he falls asleep on the couch every night or like like when you break it down, a lot of couples do it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, nobody talks about it and yeah. it's OK. Oh, my know? God. It's, yeah. It's not like, oh, my God, they're they're bad. They're right, separating right. or separate bank accounts or separate vacations like what you whatever you have to do do it i think this generation has that mindset more so i mean mm-hmm. how like we don't yeah we don't just accept like corporate america i feel like we're not just going to accept like the traditional rules of marriage and it's cool that you guys are kind of ahead of the curve and doing that and talking about it mm-hmm. um let's get dark when was the first time one of you considered divorce do you want to tell this first i don't know when the first time was oh. <laughs> he's like there's too many times yeah, yeah which is the first time <laughs> Well, we we were talking about anxiety. I I wanted to let Adam say what he was saying about how he doesn't have anxiety. But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, I think that his anxiety was manifested. He went through a really hard time. His dad was really sick. Mm. His dad died. Um, he was taking over his family business. Like mm. he was, So he went through a lot. And um, I think he manifested his anxiety by like escaping. Yeah. Escapism was, I don't know yeah, if you want absolutely. to take it from there. 
well, I don't, where am I going from there? What, what, what oh, was, I don't know. Where? Well, when did you guys think about like this isn't working? Okay, I guess it was when I was um, for for a good what a year to two years. I was escaping was like the perfect. Because I was drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. I was escaping. I was going out to Atlantic City for two nights. What part of the was, relationship was this? Like, what year? This is only two years ago. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, well, and that's yeah, when your dad right, passed away. He passed away, like, over three years ago. Yeah. Um, so we started the podcast a year and a half ago. So it was probably two and a half years ago. Because it was, like, a year leading up to the, starting the podcast, right? And I, I was just... I needed to be alone. I needed... And I can't even explain why. Mm-hmm. I, I just... It was overwhelming feelings just my anxiety was getting the best the best of me and it got to a point where danielle was encouraging it at first we're like go go ahead go to atlantic city you know this weekend or go out to dinner by yourself or go and then i was just like snowballing it and Mm -hmm. letting it get out of control Mm -hmm. and then making stupid decisions while i was just drinking too much Mm -hmm. and and it just got all out of control and that's when i think danielle was like this is it like what's going on yeah i finally just reached my breaking point and was you know sort of like it, it that's sort of around the same time i had the idea for the podcast because everyone was always like oh why didn't you put him in rehab if he was drinking so much and everything and every situation is different and mm-hmm. all of that but for him it like I, I knew that it was sort of this like monster and like the drinking was only like one limb oh, yeah, of it's it. never about the alcohol it was yeah no. i mean he was so much more than that like had i sent him you know to a way to a re- like i just it wouldn't have you know I, I just feel like okay so he wouldn't have been drinking but what about all this other stuff? like there was so much going on mm-hmm. um yeah, rehab would not have done anything for me i mean i didn't need rehab because yeah. when we started doing this i didn't stop drinking but now i was in a controlled situation where it was just the two of us and it was more casual than it was going out and bitch drinking by myself mm-hmm. so it's not like the martinis it, are still flowing uh, but we're still married (laughs) and it's why did you in the beginning like kind of let him go party a lot because it was easier to have him out of the house no i think initially in the very beginning you kind of were sympathizing with me and just saying just have a night by yourself or something like that like you understood I think that's what it was initially. I feel like as a Maybe. wife or girlfriend, yeah. I, I'm that way too. Like, yeah. I'm not the first to be like, don't do that. I'll be like, yeah, do that. Like, but then they start to like dig their own grave and then you're like, okay, do I have to step in? And yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I had three kids at home, so I was parenting these three kids mm-hmm. and then, you know, he, he was coming home at night and sometimes I would, he would come home, you know, I didn't know what kind of shape he was going to be in. Mm-hmm. So after a certain point, I was sort of like, <clears throat> when he would go away, I was sort of like it's kind of refreshing to have him out of the house. You know, Mm -hmm. it was sort of easier. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But, you know, of course I missed him, but it wasn't even him. It was. So we, yes, we went through like a good two, two and a half year period where it was really, really hard. Like, and then I think one night I just really like lost it. Uh And um, I don't know if people have seen a marriage story, but there's this one scene like Mm -hmm. where they, after they're, well, when they're getting divorced and they say things to each other that like I saw it yeah when they're like you know saying things that you're yeah, like, like I hope you die right. Yeah. right we had that fight while we were still married mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and um, and I think that at that point he was sort of like oh fuck like I gotta you know really so it you stepping up did that change something in your head? Like, oh shit I need to change how I'm yeah, acting absolutely. like <laughs> yeah I was not looking for a divorce that's you know that was not my intent and it just helped me realize that i was out of control and spiraling Mm -hmm. out of control and starting the podcast is kind of what helped turn it around because now i was i was having fun staying home 
being with Danielle and doing the podcast Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to go out anymore. I didn't want to escape anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because we have, we used to go out every weekend or I would go out to dinner during the week, like Mm -hmm. after work, Mm -hmm. like none of that happens anymore. Like we barely even go out to dinner anymore Mm -hmm. by ourselves. We used to go once, twice a week Mm -hmm. and now it's once a month. We're in the city right now. We were in bed by nine o'clock. We were in bed at nine 30 last night (laughs) in New York city. I love talk because all my friends are still in the party stage. I'm not, I'm grandma. I literally try to block them all on my phone, but (laughs) It's nice to see you guys be like, wait, it's actually more fun to spend time with each other than like try to forget everything and be drunk and like tell a stupid story the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we literally love to sit home, sit and we have this little bar room in our house. Mm-hmm. We turn the living room into like this nice little bar where we podcast in yeah. the room. And we sit there and we just hang out and we talk. And if we want to see friends, they come over. <laughs> do you <laughs> ever feel pressure out. like the podcast is a job? Like, okay, Adam, or like, Danielle, we have to do the pod. Like, has it caused any drama in it's that way? It's so funny because I was je- we were just talking about this on an episode the other day. We were talking about how, like, sometimes we forget to tell each other how much we appreciate each other yeah. and everything. And I was saying that I'm part of this, like, women's podcasting group um, on Facebook. Cool. And this one woman was complaining. She's like, my husband and I started this podcast and I can never get him to do it. And it's sort of like, I so don't, I mean, we love doing it together. And yeah. I mean, you know, there's times when I'm constantly like, you know, we need to do this or we need to do this. And mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> no, we really, really love doing it together. Well, yeah, love yeah. it beyond. I mean, sometimes it does cause a little bit of stress mm-hmm. for me. This is what Danielle does full-time. Mm-hmm. This is like become a full-time yeah. job that she's doing totally. now. And for me, it's like a side hustle because I work full, like I'm mm-hmm. in the business, I have a full-time job mm-hmm. and I rarely know what we're talking about until we're literally sitting in the chair. But sometimes that could be good. Yeah, it is not good. fully over-prepared for things. I'm never totally. prepared at mm-hmm. all. Not, forget fully. <laughs> <laughs> like she'll send me questions the day before to answer just for us. But uh-huh. like, if we're doing interviews, like we're doing, like sitting here talking to you, I don't uh-huh. know what we're talking about when I came to the studio. <laughs> it, like, and she, who's this strange girl being <laughs> mean to me? <laughs> she'll tell me on a month, like we do a lot of, um, video conference chats at home like mm-hmm. over the computer oh, yeah. and she'll tell me Monday like okay tonight come home you know with 730 we have this interview and I'm like oh fuck really mm-hmm. like sometimes I'm not prepared and quite ready and excited but it to sounds do like that. you trust her Absolutely. with that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, one piece of advice I keep bringing back Kyle and Amanda because they're like my closest friends who are getting married Kyle started a business this like um, sparkling tea and Amanda was a graphic designer and the, it's it's officially like happening they're producing it they're selling it and she quit her job as a graphic designer to help with the business so they're like engaged they live in the same apartment and they're running the business from that apartment do you have any advice for them (laughs) in not killing each other um yeah I do think that you have to like well I say this in marriage anyway this is kind of my big advice is that you have like she just make sure she does not um like break off from her friendships because mm. you know or her whatever relationships are closest to her because that can happen that you get so involved with I mean even with the podcast like we're Friday nights we podcast Saturday we're editing you know all this stuff that like that that I have to put plans on the calendar and be like you're not breaking these plans with your friends you have not seen them in you know so long because it, for two reasons number one you need that outlet my friends give me something and I love him so much but you know my friends give me something that he can't mm-hmm. and it nor takes, do I want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it takes the pressure off of him too mm-hmm. you know like he can't you, you can't be the one person for each other yep. you know what I mean like you just can't it's not fair and it can be really easy to get in just like a spiral of like wake up do work go yeah. to sleep wake yeah. up do work go to sleep I think that's great advice anything over there 
No, I like her advice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, I was reading about you guys. Danielle, you've like openly said that you're a hot mess mom. Totally. What does that mean? Um, I have a list if you want to see. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I totally am a hot mess. I am, you know, I'm. Because you work, you've worked at home the whole time. I was a stay at home mom. Yeah. For, Mm -hmm. you know, until we started the podcast. I mean, I still stay at home, but, um. But uh, yeah, I, I would say that it's funny. I like I said worked at ho- work at home mom, but like you are working. You're just yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You're working for the kids and for the household. Totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I um, I I'm, how am I a hot mess mom? I mean, I really am that mom who like all my friends know. You know, like n- I'll never get a text from somebody like, "What time is the PTA meeting?" or whatever. <laughs> no one's asking me shit. <laughs> I want to be that. Like, I, mean, I went. Like I actually that. went to my um, my. I was at my son's school for something, and um, I said to the teacher, "I'm like, oh my, I'm like, when are conferences?" She's like, "Last week." Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> like, but but at the same time, I mean, I say about us as far as parenting goes and everything, like we are, you know, our kids know, like we want them to be kind, mm-hmm. we want them to, you know, they're they're safe most of the time. <laughs> like, you know, we we have these all these um core values yeah all these core values thank you that we you know but everything else is sort of like it's all you know it's a hot mess it really yeah. is it's a hot like if they miss that meeting or they miss that thing or whatever it is for school this event okay like all right sorry our bad we forgot yeah. as long as our core values but you know that we want them to be as good we were in atlantic city good, again yeah. <laughs> right exactly yeah. you're kid terrible at math but really good at blackjack <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes our fun is a little more important than making sure they go to that sports game or something like that, you know? Why did you guys want three? Or did you want three? Yeah, we, well, I wanted, we're, I'm a third, so I really wanted three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Adam likes new things. <laughs> <laughs> He's really, which is oh, he loves amazing that we're toy. still married because he wow. really does. He likes like shiny new things. You have to change your hair color every month. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I think we, we like crazy and we like loud and we like, you know, we're, we're, um, we like the hustle and bustle of our household. Like we have, it's a fun household. Yes. It's definitely nuts. Um, you know, and there are times when like, it's a, probably a tad overwhelming, but mm-hmm. um, no, I, you know, I, I, I like, I like it. I like I like did you plan on being a stay-at-home mom? I did. I did more than I probably should have. <laughs> was your mom a stay-at-home mom? She was. Okay, that makes she sense. She was. Yeah, but I think I had this idea in mind. I would say it was sort of not fair of me, mm-hmm. kind of. Like, I had this idea in mind of, like, what the ideal picturesque, like, life looked like. And it was the husband working and the wife staying home. And, you know, we never actually, like sat down and talked about it and I was sort of just like this is how it's gonna be and I'm gonna stay home right I was never given that up the option Mm. you know Mm -hmm. I mean I don't have any talents really (laughs) (laughs) that's not true but it sounds like you were hungry to do something else when you thought of the podcast yeah how is your frame of mind different now that you're doing the podcast versus just like keeping the household hot and messy you know I think once like you once you start to um like create I think you get that bug yeah you know well, like, uh, well Danielle started her first job first uh, real job like while we were together she was a t- high school teacher oh cool so she 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 went to school for writing for right for English mm-hmm. and that's what you did mm-hmm. is that, that is right? correct good um <laughs> and teaching is not Danielle I mean for all the reasons that she just kind of said yeah. too much responsibility too much having to be on time 
But she's such a great writer and very creative. Um, and finally finding this thing is allowing her to do that while being the stay-at-home mom, which I think is perfect. Yes. It's bringing out all of her creativity and allowing her to do what she wants to really do. Aw, thanks. Yeah, you I guys are like actually adorable. Aww, I was trying thanks. to start a fight during it and it hasn't happened. <laughs> you, you know what? There's nothing us. we you never know. <laughs> there's nothing we haven't... Actually, we were on a, a podcast really recently where we probably got in one of the biggest fights we've ever gotten into on our way home from that podcast. What I happened? called the next day and I was like, do you want us to do it again? Like, I think it was probably really bad. Yeah. yeah. What were you fighting about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> also, why don't you want to wear a ring? Adam? Uh, well, all right. So the reason is I've always wanted a tattoo, mm-hmm. but I never knew what to get. And I would never get one, not realizing it's what I really want for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, thank God I didn't get like a, like a thing around my arm, you know, when I was yeah. 18 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I've seen it all. So I didn't, li- I never liked wearing the ring and I never wanted to really wear it. So I figured, Hey, this is the perfect way to get my tattoo. Why not do it that and way? And Danielle, do you like it? Yeah, I love it. I, I think it's it. beautiful. Thank you. And yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, as much as we've gone through, that's the thing, is that, like, well, even though we went through that whole period and everything, like, there's nobody more who he accepts me for me and loves me for me. And, you know, I think that, that when you get married, like, you know, till death to us part can be a really long fucking time. Like, oh, my God. Not I to know. make any mistakes. And I think that people sometimes need to realize that, you know. I think what you said hit the nail on the head for what I'm looking for. You said he accepts me for me. Yeah, he really does. I've been in relationships where, like, he has the money or like he mm-hmm. has the fame or he has my parents love him. People love him. But when I'm with him, I feel like a shell of myself mm. and, and he like he loves me, mm-hmm. but I just didn't feel like myself. And I'd rather be with anyone who but doesn't make it, me feel it not takes seen. time. So you have to realize that, too, because I did not accept Danielle for who she was in, at first. Mm-hmm. I loved her mm-hmm. and I love everything about her. But mm-hmm. until we started living together. But you weren't like changing who you were, really. I mean, I think you guys, you know, hopefully you're like growing and evolving all the time, yeah. you know, and you're two people and sometimes it doesn't happen in parallel. It, yeah. You know, it happens in like crazy zigzags and that's... How do you handle her being messy? Well, I, I that's probably been our, besides money, which everybody mm-hmm. fights about, that's always the biggest fight. Besides mm-hmm. that, I think mess was probably our biggest fights ever mm-hmm. and the most... The most we fought about, right? I'm really a slob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Like I, for I, real. And I, I was, I'm, and I'm the opposite. I came from a very clean house. Yeah, I was, I was. I've been doing my own laundry since I'm 11 years old. Yeah. And I clean up after myself ever since I'm a kid. <laughs> I have. She's like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom, and <laughs> I still do my it's own laundry. All right, 25 percent of the time. <laughs> okay, no, but I, but <laughs> going from that to Danielle was a drastic change, which for me, I could. I do you I like to it. cook, Danielle? Hell no. <laughs> I literally love you so much. She's like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom, but I'm not going to do anything a stay-at-home moms are supposed to do. I, DoorDash is my jam. <laughs> Danielle, Danielle has definitely gotten better in all those areas, uh-huh. and I've laxed a lot in all those areas. Uh-huh. So we've kind of met in the middle, and I think it's both. And we look, there's still things that I'm trying off. to find a stay-at-home husband to do all that for hey, me. Hey, listen, like, like they are. Adam always said he's I'll like, don't it. worry if you want to make more money than I am, I'll stay home. And I was, I will like, have, if I, He wants to do laundry. I say, do that laundry, right. okay? <laughs> there, I mean, it's happening more and more now. Yeah, you know, I will have it's no awesome. Shame if she brings home the money, <laughs> <laughs> I think that ship is sailed. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's incredible what you guys have created at this like 
different time in your life. I think that it doesn't matter what time you get inspired. Uh, like I started getting into comedy this year and it's been like so fulfilling for me. And I think, yeah, you're killing it. it. Oh, thank you. But yeah. it's like, it doesn't matter what age you are that you can get inspired to start a project. I think you're what old. The- <laughs> <laughs> I just think about my mom and my grandma. Oh, okay. My mom is 55 and she was a principal of a middle school for like the last 10 years and she's about to retire and she goes I said mom what do you want to do when you were first out of college and she's like I want to be a jazz singer and she's like started jazz lessons again and like performing at some restaurants and then my nana nana still got it is 78 and she's a slut she no she's gorgeous (laughs) she's like thirst trap everywhere and I we started an Instagram like a year ago for her I saw it it's so so cute I'm like trying to like get she loves it she posts every day is she married She's married. Okay. She's she's been a stay-at-home mom. I mean, she did some stuff, um, but classic, like, take care of the house. And then she's discovered Instagram, and every morning she writes a post of inspirational quotes and how she's feeling. She loves to write. She has tons of photos from all the years. And she's just, I'm trying to make her an influencer because um, if she could get a, like, campaign for moisturizer or something. <laughs> Amazing. Go, it'll so be, it, it'll be like a second you life for her. You guys need to do like a comedy routine together. Oh my God. She's going to be on the podcast. Everyone's been complaining. She's going to be on it. Don't worry. She just, she wouldn't go into New York oh, City. She can come on ours too. She, oh, she'd be great on yours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she said she still has sex three times a week. Oh. Is that for real? She's a sex See, kid. N- she, that's intimidating to me. <laughs> but she, no, but she's she's like not relatable because she's so gorgeous. But mm. then she is relatable when you hear like she's very open about her insecurities and stuff. Um, she still wears high heels every day. She has wow. she is a character. Oh, that's awesome character. Um, I want to wrap this up by playing the Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. But I want to do it differently for you guys. This is the first time we've ever done this. I'm going to ask you about Danielle. And then Danielle, you can confirm or deny. And then Danielle, I'm going to ask you about Adam. And he can confirm or deny. I'm not sure I understand what I'm doing here. Adam, just go with it. We'll we'll figure it out. So this really is actually, is Adam going to have sex tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's kind of like the newlywed game. Go for it. (laughs) Okay, Adam, um, what is Danielle greedy about? Oh, greedy about. I'm not good at this. I get feel the pressure. <laughs> and don't worry, I'm editing it. If so you say food, time. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where my mind was going. <laughs> you can't eat around Danielle. It's true. Without, it's true. You, you know how like if you have a dog or a cat and yeah. you're eating and they're just staring at you yeah. and your plate and the back to you and the plate, yeah. that's Danielle. Well, because he that's orders what I, I want to eat. I mean, I do um, now, too. Now I'm sort of like, fuck it. I don't even yeah. care. But I always say, like, you know how you, they used to put folders up in school so yep. you wouldn't cheat? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, they need to offer that at restaurants like to guys, marry couples. He has couples. a tattoo. Like, your, his food is your food. Um, no, I don't, I, I don't share. You remember? Friends, Joey doesn't share food. Share. Joey, Joey doesn't share food. I don't share food. I feel like that would start. I got into fights before where I asked my, like, ex-boyfriend if I could have, a, like, a bite of his toast. I just like ate the whole piece of toast. And he was like, I said a bite. And I got a huge fan. Like, you have two pieces. Anyway, do you agree with what he said? Yes, 100% food. What do you think Adam's greedy about? Time. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Time. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Alone time. 
I think some of us as women, and we'll generalize, some mm-hmm. of us as women, we're sort of raised to think that like like our husbands need alone time, like men need alone time, and you need to give them that time, and they're working all day, and this and that. And like I think we need alone time too, totally. Yeah. But I think for a little while, you know, I think like for generations and stuff, I think it's been like the man comes home, he sits on the couch, like you know, they think there's just that <laughs> that that societal thought. I mean, it's I think it's getting better. I'm laughing because my dad works from home; he's in sales, and my mom like. Gets Gets up at 6 a.m., goes to school, runs a whole middle school, comes home, and he's still sitting on the couch. <laughs> but now they've worked it out where, like, she'll be like, I'm coming home at 6. Can you at least make some dinner? And he comes home dinner? pretends he's doing yeah, something. He, he says that when she, like, he hears her walking, he, like, wakes up from his nap, and he starts, like, ferociously typing. What is Adam envious of? Well, I would say he's envious of couples who haven't fucked up our finances uh, fucked up finances <laughs> the way we have <laughs> like responsible adults i think i feel like so many couples fuck up their finances yeah i like, think he's nobody knows you're looking yeah. from the outside nobody knows no. it's yeah. all a facade but but we do have like some really responsible people in our family okay that's good um and sometimes i think like he looks at them and is like like we yeah, should like, we should yeah, have done, done that yeah but i think the 90s were like a very hot time like people were doing well and people were just like taking out loans and yeah. mortgages and i know a lot of people have done this stuff do you agree with her i'll agree with what danielle said because mm-hmm. i i think just people have their shit all together yeah you know maybe it's not just finances but everything like they're on but like i just said looking from the outside they probably don't yeah you know just so also sometimes more money more problems mm-hmm. I but saying, it's not even just about money like you just yeah. look at people and they just got their shit together like they their their heads are in all the right places doing all the right things and yeah they have like college funds and shit for the kids <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great you're really great um who is danielle envious of just name know. a lesbian <laughs> <laughs> Any lesbian. I don't know what you're... Because they don't have to deal with men. I can't think of one thing that you'd be envious of. Yeah. I mean... Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's any... Like, I don't think you'd rather have it another way. Like, I know we got our shit. I don't think you want a different husband, mm-hmm. maybe a wife, but mm-hmm. not a husband. I don't Why know. Why do you want a wife? Um. Well, no, I wouldn't say I want a wife because I do get. I'm. You know what I'm envious of in uh-huh. the, along those degrees, and a little bit probably of you. I'm envious of people who had time to experiment before they settle down. Oh. I wish I had experimented more. Do you think? Do you're saying you want to experiment with women? Yeah, I would totally would have. Uh huh. I just like it. I mean, and I, I just I was in a relationship for so long. Have you guys ever had threesomes? No, no. it wouldn't work. Why? We discussed it. We did talk about it, and I think it... It wouldn't work. Like, the next... Like, it would be so much fun and, like... What about him watching you with a girl? Um... I don't know. I I think I would enjoy it at the time. Uh Just like a threesome. Yeah. But the next day might be a little... Yeah, like, I worry about the aftermath. Yeah. You just feel like it could tarnish something that's... You've worked really hard. Right. Right. Well... Maybe it's worth a shot, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are you guys doing after this? (laughs) Right, exactly. I thought you emailed me. I didn't think you wanted to be on the podcast. But you know what? Like, you know why I won't do a threesome? I really won't. Because Uh it will end up me being in the corner standing watching the two (laughs) of her and the woman. That is correct. Also, I heard that you guys like a little um, crazy sex. Yes. What is, what, can you explain that? I think that like over time, 
our sex life has actually, we we're just talking about doing an episode about this. I think our sex Definitely life has should. totally evolved. Like Ooh, we've that's got, it's gotten me. better for sure. Yeah. Um, I think that like in the beginning it was very, you know, like missionary. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was like clean and good and innocent. I mean, I, yeah, it was like boring now. Uh-huh. Um, oh, but I think boring. It was, it was boring, right? Compared to now? No, I just didn't think it was boring at the time. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> but, but I wasn't saying it wasn't good. It was just a little boring. Um, but, you know, you got to listen again. When, forever is a long time. How did you start time. changing? Like who said something and what time? I think one t- time I was just like, what's my name, bitch? No. No. <laughs> No, I'm totally kidding. Call me daddy, yeah, bitch. I remember the exact date and time. No, you do not. I do. No, you don't. Shut you don't? Up. Or do you not know what I want to say? It's tattooed on his I ass. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's when, been a when, lot of dates and times. Like when, when it became, like sex became different for us? I don't know. Maybe she has to have us back and we'll talk about that. <laughs> that might be a whole other conversation. I might want to get paid for that you conversation. Don't, you don't know what I'm talking about? I, I th- there could be a lot of things. Um, a wine bar at the beach. Oh, yeah. No, listen, yeah. Next episode? Next next time. Oh, We're going to get yelled at. You guys are fun. We're going to get yelled oh, at from people. So you haven't really delved into it because of like yeah, kids we and have. stuff? Oh, no, we've delved into it. Oh, you've delved into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that it's about you... anal, that I hate anal. Oh, you, yeah. that you hate Can anal. Can I say that on the show? Okay. 100%. Okay, yeah. Hate it. <laughs> um, why? Uh, so many reasons. Yeah. First of all, I think um, probably the first time was not like, a, I think we probably should have researched it more. Uh, yeah, I didn't research when right? I it. It was really bad. It was bad. Yeah, I didn't even And I don't loop. like, I'm sort of like, why Why back there? Like, why? Yeah. Why? I mean, it's too, listen, dude, yeah. I wanted to like it. Yeah. I, I'm all for it. I'm awesome. How long in your relationship until you tried anal? Well, it was years. Uh, we, so, so I was saying, we, we were, how, that was a long time ago. We were at the beach, and it's been like, Clean sex for our whole yeah. relationship, and then finally we were just sitting at a wine bar, and it was like, let's try anal. You guys are fun. <laughs> no, you had been asking me for a while. Did you? <laughs> yes. I thought that was the first time I brought it up. What? I think it was. I'm not that easy. <laughs> that was the first time I brought it I up. I don't think so. But no, but we, it's been a long time, and yeah. I could care less if it ever happened again or not. Like, yeah. I'm not, like I, I liked it because it was naughty and different, Yeah, and not just because... Like, Did you guys so know you were and... capable of like doing more stuff than the vanilla? No. I, I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we thought about it. And then once we started doing it, we were sort of like, oh. Are you talking about like BDSM? Not quite. Well, I mean, borderline. Uh-huh. But like I mean, we don't have anything in our house that's like No, no. BDSM. It's just you like... don't have like a dungeon in your house? Unfortunately not. <laughs> One day, maybe. <laughs> One of the kids had to move out. First of all, I, I'm now 42. Like, if I go through sex and haven't pulled my back, I'm super happy. <laughs> <laughs> there are some positions you know. I'm 28. I know in the next day it's going to hurt. No, for real. It's true. And, like, you watch movies sometimes and you're like, oh, my God, that looks so more romantic. But I would fucking pull my back out yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know our favorite? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. We'll have you guys back. Don't worry. <laughs> if you've never been choked or choked, uh-huh. try it. No, don't say that to people. Well, okay, be I, careful. I have a stand. Research yeah, it. Know I your strength. Want to, if you want to. I have I a stand-up thing never... where I say I like a light choke. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like, like know I your like strength. a light choke. Know your strength. But like that. Do you little... like getting choked? Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you like getting choked? I do. Yeah, it's fun. So you guys just it choke enhances... each other until you orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Honestly, that sounds like amazing. And it really makes your orgasms like that much better. So when you're about to, you do it? No, pretty much the whole time. <laughs> it depends. It's BDSM, but just choking. <laughs> okay, and what kind of dirty talk are we talking about? Oh, see, that's the well, whole that's a whole other conversation. This is why you guys are podcasters. This I think you should podcast one of your sex things. Do put on a Patreon for like a thousand dollars and just turn the audio on right. for that like would sex be the one night. best five seconds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone didn't hear that, she said best five seconds ever. <laughs> that you're so funny. Um, do you have any advice for people in a relationship who are having vanilla sex? Because I'm guilty of it. Uh-huh. Um, on a, what to do to make it hotter? Well, I think it all depends too. Like we trust each other so yes. much. You know what I that's mean? Hot. We really trust do. Yeah, hot. yeah. Like we really. I think that's also what happened over the years was sort of like we were at a point where we were so deep in our relationship and there were all these conflicting feelings and everything. And maybe a little bit, we brought that into the bedroom. I don't think so much in a bad way, Mm -hmm. but um, I think that it just, but there's also this deep admiration, even when sometimes you listen to the podcast and you're like, they need to get fucking divorced because Mm -hmm. we've gone through those too. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's always this deep seated love and admiration and, and, you know, and in those situations, like he makes me feel very safe. Yeah. And, With um, a smack on a rest. She loves feeling safe that way. Yeah. Yeah. You never know when it'll <laughs> no, come, but you, but you know like, it'll be safe. But like that, that's the example. Like I we was started. trying to be sentimental. <laughs> I know. It was getting boring. I had to like... I had to He's like, it. love, wah, 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 safety. <laughs> no, but you start slow. Like yeah. you start with a little smack on the ass or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, mm-hmm. and you build trust that way too that, mm-hmm. oh, if he like slightly smacks me like that it's okay yeah and maybe it feels a little good yeah and then what's next I also think there's a lot of young people that are like think they need to have this like crazy sex mm-hmm. and then they try it with like a rando totally. and it goes so badly yes. and then you're traumatized or it gets really weird and it's like do it with people you trust yeah Especially anal. Well, and I have to say also, you know, for people out there also, because as I've gotten older and I have three kids and Mm -hmm. my body's changed so much and everything like that, like nobody wants to experiment with you if you're not making them feel fully good and confident about their body mm-hmm. and, or who they are mm-hmm. or anything like if you're you know what I mean yeah and, if you don't feel hot you're not going to be like yeah flip me wherever way you want put right. my legs wherever and let me tell you that only gets way more complicated after kids and everything because you see yourself change and you know and um like I'm happy that there's this whole body positivity movement and everything, but it's still a hard thing to deal with. Yeah. So, um, you know, when somebody like makes you feel really good about yourself, then you're going to be more again. It's about That's trust. That's the hottest thing ever. Ever, 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 ever. There was a study done um, that we talked about recently in one of our episodes that um, a woman's greatest desire is to feel desired. Like that is her greatest, the greatest turn on for mm-hmm. her. So like, you know, that's... Yeah, I always think like some girls like to be, be like talked down to like demeaning during sex but I'm like tell me my podcast is funny I'm like just tell me my podcast is funny leave me five stars I'll see you tomorrow goodbye <laughs> tell me you like my c-section stuff. <laughs> yeah how do you like that um oh oh we got off the beaten path a little this is fun though this is good um Danielle when was the last time Adam experienced extreme wrath I would have to say that fight when we were coming home from mm-hmm. the, that the podcast recording I was talking about um, on the way home. I, that that was sort of like the fight that I was saying about the marriage story like that. Like we both did like said things um, 
Yeah, unfortunately, we did not get it on the podcast. It was in the car, like, when you were driving? It was at dinner, first of all, at, like, oh. STK. Or, like, the poor people around us who were, like, no, like bawling. The, but the screaming didn't happen until the car. You're like, I wanted Well, it couldn't happen rare. in the restaurant. I know. But I'm, like, crying hysterically. And the people next to us are, like, just trying to, like, celebrate their 25th wedding anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted medium rare. <laughs> and I'm, like, bawling. And I could see he's, like, festering. And yeah. it's building. And, yeah. um, and once she starts crying... Crying, then it's tough for you. I hate that. It's, I cry so, like twice a day. It's not fair. <laughs> the whole crying thing is not fair. You can cry too. I know, but I, I think no crying should be allowed. That's <laughs> my new rule. When was the last time Danielle experienced extreme wrath? Uh, what day is today? <laughs> Every morning when my kids are leaving. Yeah, she. If you, you yell at them. If no, 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 no. If you hear, and, but there's no, there's no leading up to yelling. <laughs> It starts with insane craziness coming out of Danielle's because face. Because it's going to happen. Why waste my time? Because oh you know it. they're going to take no, forever. She, yeah, it's just she's like literally the same, from zero yeah. to 60 in like no time. How many times can you say get your shoes on before you just lose it? Like yeah. it's really, yeah. Girl, I have no idea. I can barely have a cat. Um. <laughs> I really want to record our mornings without her knowing that is that's the, the shit you guys have to no. do put on your patreon where you guys <laughs> put like film each other when each other doesn't know I there's no that. there would be no coming back from that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, <laughs> when was the last time um adam was a sloth so like lazy this um past couple days this past week well no i would say um uh, you know, I would say sometimes on the weekends we have this argument because, you know, social media can be like a real, like it could be awful because we'll be sitting around, he's watching movies with the kids. Everyone's like super content, but I see everyone's like, you know, posting pictures that they went apple picking, then they went roller skating, then they went for ice cream, then they went, and like, and I'm like, we got to get up it. Like, we got to go. We got to, like, I got to post some shit. Like, <laughs> And um, <laughs> and we get in this argument because he's like, everyone's content. We're happy. And yeah. I'm like feeling such guilt like we should be doing something. And then it's like, are the people with that pumpkins really happy? Right. No, it's probably cold and no one wanted to go. Exactly. Right. And, and Danielle's full of shit anyway because she, even though she's saying she wants to do these things, she won't get off her ass and actually make these things happen. <laughs> no, I want you she to just, do it. Well, exactly. <laughs> she just wants to be like the good guy with the good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, when was the last time Danielle was a sloth? Um. Just as many times as she is loud and crazy and yelling at <laughs> every day. <laughs> no, we're we're late. We're lazy. Once a weekend. Re- oh, they're gonna say we're lazy people. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're actually very, I think, gung ho and crazy people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we have our lazy downtimes every weekend. I think that's important. Yeah, and our kids need important. it too. They yeah, really there's. So, I mean, yeah. being a kid, you got to go to school, do homework. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I have dreams all the time where it's like the last day of school, and I'm like, thank God. Mm-hmm. No, we make sure each other gets at least an hour once a weekend to just be alone. Final question for Seven Deadly Sins. When was the last time you guys lusted over someone? So who are your celebrity crushes? Oh. Wait, no. We probably probably have the same. Wait, I want you guys to guess each other's celebrity crush. Okay. I'm not good at this. I don't know (laughs) celebrities. I don't know their real names. It's still like the same. anyone. It's still like the same person it was when he was like 12 probably. So I have to guess who your celebrity. Mm -hmm. I have so many. Yeah. (laughs) She really does. I did so. I mean, it depends on the week too, or what am I binge watching at that moment? Yeah, you know. Yeah, like right now you're loving what's his name, uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother. No, I just like his character. <laughs> do you watch Succession? Uh, yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Great no, show. I don't want to like sleep with him. Yeah, no. It was the dad that you were into. Um, <laughs> I I honestly think it would have to be a woman first because I think if she's like fantasizing, 
it wouldn't be with a man. So I love this about you. Who would it be? I, honestly, a name I don't know. Do you ever get jealous when like hot girls are around that she's staring at? No, because we both get to look. <laughs> so it's fair. Do you think you're bi? I think that um, I think that I wish like someone had said to me. I, I don't. I mean, I'm so happy I'm married to yeah, him. And yeah. I don't want to say I don't think I'm bi. I don't know. I yeah. think that there's like a whole spectrum and 100%. Um, you know, like I think that I'm like a lover of humans. I want to no, say, I love that. but I also think that um, I really wish like what I you know what I want to say to my kids also was like just don't box yourself in. Just like you know, don't like get out there and do you know and I think a lot of people get married young probably feel it's a common thing but it's also a lot of people who are out there being reckless or like I wish I had a marriage (laughs) I really love women and I really love the women in my life Mm -hmm. um like I really really love women I love Adam and I love our guy friends and everything but my you know my like my love from the females in my life is like in like Enormous. I just it's I love women. Yeah. So who's your celebrity crush? Well, I have a few. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I want to do a threesome with. Um, <laughs> Not that she's thought about. I'm it. like I haven't <laughs> thought about it, but <laughs> do you watch Outlander? No. Oh, you have to. I will. You have to please watch season one of Outlander and then text me. Okay. 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 So. So Jamie and Claire, for all of you Outlander people out there, uh-huh. Jamie and Claire, Katrina Balfe, and Sam Hewen, um, they are like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I mean, Jason Momoa. Oh, on, yes. Right? I love Jason Momoa. Yeah. And him and Lisa Bonet would be, that would be great. Oh, yeah. Um, throw her in. Throw her in. <laughs> um, God, you know, there, it's, uh, there's so many. How about you? He's um, like Sandra Bullock. He's boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like, since Speed. <laughs> no, Demolition Man. Uh, she was always my favorite back then, but. You know all the all the like all the ones today that everybody would say the same thing. You know, like Who? what's her name? Uh, they were just talking about. I don't know names. What's her yeah, name? I'm so bad at this. Um, from Marriage Story. Oh, oh really? Scarlett, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Oh. I, I think she's smoking hot. Um, totally into her. I, I don't know. That was I'm good. Like, Brad Pitt. I don't even. Brad Pitt. I'm into him. <laughs> I think Danielle kind of looks like Scarlett. You have a little Scar Joe oh, going well, on. Oh, thank you. I don't know. I'm going to remind you of that. I here. see this. <laughs> don't see a Jason Momoa over here, but I do see a Scarlett. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> so can I, you so, know? can I scream out Scarlett when we're in bed next time? It'll <laughs> <laughs> be the I, first time you've talked in bed. So do you know who he gives me? Oh, shoot. Now I'm blanking. Who's the guy in Clueless? Oh, Paul Rudd. You give me Paul Rudd vibes. Oh, I get that. I get that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay, he I'll didn't love that, that but Paul Rudd with blue eyes. I okay. see that for you. I'll take it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, I'm he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so to wrap this up, final question. You guys are doing amazing. We're over an hour. I knew this would happen. <laughs> well, by the way, you called this hell. This is like just another Thursday for us. So And that's why you, you sickos so much <laughs> message me. And I have listened to your podcast, and you're really, really good at this. Like, I know you do stand-up and everything, but I really think that, like, this is, you are made for this. Oh my god! No, you really are. Well, I like people don't know this about me, but I actually have a huge passion for interviewing. I can tell. Like I love it. Really, when I was little. Oh my god! Thank you. When I was little, apparently I used to like bring a notepad around and like interview people for no reason. <laughs> like I'd be at a, a restaurant and talk to the waiter and be like, why do you want to become a waiter? And my mom would be like, Hannah, you need to stop. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> and I would write up stuff. But yeah, I love doing this. And um, I think, and wrapping up for this final question, which is like why I love to do this is for everyone listening. As the first um, married couple on this podcast, what advice would you give to people who are in relationships and going through hell? 
How do you cope with your hell? We're supposed to end with that? Yeah. Like wrap we're, it up we're like right real quick back. with an answer to we're that? We're right back. I mean, it can go. <laughs> I, I want you guys to, you know, think it through, but. Mm, well, first of all, it all depends. You know, there are some times when you just know it's over, you know, and also, you know, there are people who like, you know, it, there's two things, I think. The first one is that, like, you that if it's done and you need to leave, then you need to leave. Yeah. Um, I do believe in that. I do think that, you know, and I think that it's possible to like have that happiness, you know, and start again. And some people have to do that. Um, and I, but I also believe in like what Esther Perel says, which is, um, you know, which is, I think what's happened to us is that you can have, you know, you can have two, three, four of the same marriages within like, of, of different marriage within the same marriage. So like you can have, you know, you could like, we have a completely different relationship than we did five, 10 years ago. Like it, it's, it, it's, it's possible to come back and be stronger from it. So even when you're in it, if I could have like looked ahead yeah. and seen us even probably like six months ago, even like that we've slowly gotten there, but it's possible and it happens all the time you can That's hear from awesome. people. All I the feel time. like there's a lot of people that stay together that shouldn't, <laughs> but yeah. it's like listen yeah. to your gut. But then also, my mom always took because my parents are still together, and she was just like, it's not a inanimate object; it's a plant, and like you have to keep watering it because the second you stop watering it, it'll be tough. Yeah, I, I think every situation is completely different for us. There are times that we should have separated. Mm-hmm. Really? I think so. Damn. You do too. <laughs> you do too. Don't act so surprised when I say that. I wouldn't but say we. All right, go ahead. That, that, that it was that it was that intense. You don't think so? Okay. Anyway, I do. Oh my god, I love you guys so much. <laughs> I was trying to end that nicely, but now I'm not even going to. So I'm going to shut up. No, no, go no, ahead. You're, no, you're no, good. You're totally good. fine. No. I was saying I think there are times that we could have been separated mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you could have decided. But I think like we're. Danielle and Adam, like we love each other too much, Aww. and that we need each other too much. Aww. I think we would both kind of be lost without each other. He's basically guys. saying we're codependent. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of demons, is what we found out. But I think that's true, and I was trying to be nice. There's no, no way that you guys could be nice. listening to this and not want to hear more about these two crazy kids. <laughs> um, go to Marriage and Martinis, listen to it wherever. It's an incredible podcast. I've oh, listened to some you. too because we've done some swaps, and um, they're amazing. What do you guys want to promote? No pressure. Um, I mean, you know, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we put out actually um, an email almost every week. We try to, if you sign up for our emails, um, and we give uh, date night questions that come from our podcast episodes. Um, if you scroll down, like through the email, you'll see. And um, they've actually become like we call them now, like our famous date night questions. People love them, and so or friend, you can use them with friends usually. Yeah. Like if you're having a girls' night or whatever, and people, we always get messages of people saying that they love them. Love yeah, they're questions that we answer on the episode. Yeah. Oh, great. You know, not, not, you know, word for word, but, yeah. you know, it's so they can kind I'm of like play subscribe. along with their episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they're fun. And the, the emails have other good stuff, too. But yeah. but I would say, yeah, definitely listen to the podcast. But, you know, also, like, listen to the podcast, as I'm sure as anybody would say, you know, if like, we prefer you listen without judgment. It's, you know, it's, it's our story. Mm-hmm. And at times it's raw and it's heartbreaking at times. And at times you're going to say they shouldn't, you know, be together. But um, we've made it and we love each other. And... Um, yeah. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much for coming to hell. If you like this episode, <laughs> you guys screenshot tag um, marriage martinis, 
being burns i love you guys i'll talk to you later bye <laughs>